Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 114. In this episode, we'll be talking about the new team packs. We'll also be talking about some of these new proposed formats and wrapping it all up with a Brewing Buddies. So let's kick it off with our new Marvel team packs. All right, guys, we are here with Dr. J, starting off another episode, but still no rules updates. That's all right. You okay with that? Yeah. And then we have the Global Guru. How are you doing today, Zach? Awesome. All right, so tonight... We are finally talking about the team packs, which came out, what is it, probably four weeks ago by the time this episode comes out, but we finally got our hands on them, um, and there are three team packs that came out. So the first one was the Justice Like Li- Justice Like Lightning team pack, which for some reason in the back of my head, I'm like, that's a DC one, right? It's not. Yeah, it's a, it's that's a Marvel. what I was thinking. It's a Marvel one. Then you have the Kree Invasion team pack, and then finally... Almost a year later from when it's been announced. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn has come out. No longer a starter. <laughs> she is a team pack. <laughs> this thing's gone through some changes over the, t- over yeah, the year. It's been, it's, it's been a while since. Because like, I, I think out of the three team packs, that's probably the one that people forget the most about since it's just been this mystical mythical beast for such a long time and, yeah. and it's almost like a mini starter because it has actually some basic yeah actions it has in three it. basic actions in it and then what is it six characters so it, characters? it's the same as the other packs 24 total cards but instead of that extra character it's three extra or not extra but three yeah. basic actions which, which are actually let, let, let's start out with that one which um i believe hers are actually reprints for most um, of them. For, for most of them, which, right? Which one? The Harley Quinn team pack is relaxing is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yeah, it's good to see relaxing yeah. back. That was one of the fan favorites around here for a long time. Yeah, um, and okay, I guess the other two aren't. So target lock is a continuous action die. Place target lock on an opposing character card. It's still in the field zone. Each time your opponent draws a card's die during their clear and draw step, they send it to their use pile and you prep a die during turn bag. At the end of your opponent's clear and draw step, send target lock to your use pile. Um, and then Thrown Brick, I think this is a popular one. Thrown Brick is kind of like... Um, shocking Grass. Shocking or... Grass, but just one little difference. Yeah, so it's deal one, one damage. One big yeah. difference. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but so it's one word, so it's little. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so yeah, it's 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 t- it's two cost like Shocking Grass. It's deal one damage to target character die. If that die is not KO'd, Shocking Grass is the other way. If it is KO'd, Prep a die from your bag and add the die to your prep area. With shocking grasp, you did not prep another die. Oh, yeah, you, you prepped, prepped that die. That, that die. die. So that's what I thought that this one does. So it's not, I guess, as broken with a tune. No, no, no. You prep You prep a die from your bag as well as thrown brick. So you're putting two dice in your prep oh, area. Oh, so it's even more broken than what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yep, yeah. And that was the concern with this one is it's just going to be in a tune that you just roll and basically it's got boomerang built in it's is it an opposing character die that you have to do it to uh target character die so nope. yeah so, so you as so long you as you have, have your yonti out there or other attuned or because really yeah. this is well, not well, no, you can't do a sidekick yeah. unless you have rigorous training you have to yeah just ping one of your guys girls whatever and it survives, so it's doing nothing other than triggering all your attune. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of attune and a lot of good stuff. So, and then it has the advantage that if you use this, and they have a Yanti on the one one defense side, you could use this 
KO the Yanti, then use the attune damage from yeah. your Yanti to do damage and to the opponent. on top of that, prep a die and have it ready for next time. You're, you're still there. Am I? I can't hear myself. What happened? Yeah, you're there. Oh. <laughs> I thought I'd cut out there for a Come second. Come on, Jared. 114 episodes and you're like, <laughs> what am I doing? I have no idea what happened. Um, all right. So those are the basic actions. Um, let's go into the characters. Which which of these characters do you like? kind of caught your eye? I like how they brought some of the affiliations back. So there's a super friend because I know Jared likes super friends. Um, yeah. Of, of course, the villains. And then we have a Justice League character back. I don't know why they brought Justice League characters back, to be honest with you. Um, um, because there's tons of Justice League characters in this game. <laughs> well, you, well, you have to have a Batman, right? If it's anything to do with DC, people will buy it if there's a Batman. Yeah, it's true. So, so. you so you have these three Batman. I actually um, kind of like the Batmans, um, especially so. There's the warring all criminals. Is that supposed to be warning? I don't know. It don't might know. be warning. Um, <laughs> If uh, you control two or more sidekick character dice, you may fill them for free, and he's got awesome stats. Which is always good, because Batman's always tended to be more on the expensive side of fielding costs. Yeah, one, two, three. He's always got, like, a three fielding cost. Yeah, but that that third level is huge. He's a seven, five, so that's awesome to get those filled for free. But if you want to go the other route and actually pay for his fielding costs, you get him out there, you get the Batman plays too rough. I like that one. Yeah, this is a good yeah, one. Batman one, yeah. gets plus one attack and defense for so each sidekick. Kind of like Foot Ninja, right? Like cool. Foot Ninja, yep. Um, for each sidekick uh, character die in, in the field zone, so both players. If your opponent also, so I mean, that alone's pretty good. But then if your opponent has an active villain character die, Batman gains Overcrush. Yeah, if, if this game only didn't have, you know, they doesn't have any villain cards that anybody ever wants to play. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, if if they bring a villain maker, it, uh, you know, into the, the latest rotation, into um, the newest format, this could be a heavily played card. Otherwise, people will just not play as many villains because you can't count on that for sure that people play villains, but the the chances are it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, the one I actually kind of like, and it's I, I like all the versions of it, it's the Harley Hyenas, because they... This, this this is where it, I like these wonky mechanics and stuff. So this is kind of a reminds me of uh, what's his bucket from World's Finest, Harvey uh, Bullock. Yeah, Har- Harvey Bullock. Yeah, it's just but, like weird. Yeah, so like I like these. So there's Harley's hyena screwball scavenger. It's while Harley hyena is active at the start of your turn, both players draw a die. Place the die with the highest purchase cost into the owner's prep area. Place the other die in the owner's use pile. Sidekicks have a purchase cost of zero. If both dice have an equal purchase cost. Both uh, place both in the owner's use pile, which I like. You know, if you tie, right, you, you get <laughs> you tie, Both people lose. Um, and then let's see the attack one's another fun one too. Where like I like the theme of both players drawing your die. So if you're using the what call it from uh, the draft packs, the D and D guy, um, can't remember. Tabaxi the Tabaxi Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, Tabaxi Rogue. This could actually be some pretty fun shenanigans. Um, but if the die you draw has a higher purchase cost, then this Harley Hyena gets plus three attack and return that die to bag. If not, place that die in your use pile, um, which I kind of like that. I I like her ability where at least you're thinning out your bag, even if you don't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you're not winning, then you're obviously drawing worse dice. Yeah. So probably dice you want in the use pile anyway. Yeah, and then the last one that we have is the Bud and Lou. Um... When Harley Harley's hyena attacks, both player draws a die. The player 
um, of the players who draw the die of the lowest purchase cost takes two damage, then you return the dice to your pack. Does it really say the player of players um, that's, who draw the die? That's what it says in the online resource I'm using right now. <laughs> so I don't have the actual cards in front of me because I suck and forgot to bring them. That's kind of goofy. Um, but I, I kind of like that gamble too, right? <laughs> where you're just taking two damage left and right. Th- those ones are risky. I like those ones where it's not like for sure things. So it'd be fun for some creative formats. Probably not great for yeah. you know super competitive, this, but this yeah, would, this would be fun because Russ would probably build a team around one of these, and then it would lose him the game. And I enjoy watching him get mad because he lost the game with the team he brought. Yeah, one of my <laughs> favorite cards from this set is uh, Poison Ivy, and she's yeah, always been like one of my ones. favorite characters. But I think my favorite one in this one is uh, Budding Interest. Um, so she's a four cost, and while Poison Ivy is active, when an opposing non-villain character die is KO'd, its controller loses one life. I love this because playing against Russ... You just leave it out there. You just leave it out there, and he sits there, and he KOs his characters and loses life, and he's (laughs) like, oh, I can take it, I can take it, I can take it, and then before he knows it, he's dead because that's what he does. It's good for those teams that do a lot of sidekick teams, too. Yeah. And then if you have a way of pinging them out or something, it'd be really awesome. I think this one would be a really good option in a draft. So if, if you're trying out, you know, combining team packs and campaign boxes and trying to draft some of these i think this would be a good one yeah. because a lot of people wall up or they get a lot of sidekicks and it could be a fun one yeah. direct damage does really well in it, drafts it'd be fun too it's if not direct damage though yeah if it's lost that's life, true which the, is the other better. the other one is direct damage um when, whenever you fill the villain character die probably not as good in draft but if for those villain teams if you're refilling a lot yeah, using one collector damage, yeah because every time you can yeah. you can trigger that so yeah i i i, I like that especially with the poison ivy because you know people get they i I hate to say it zach but you know people kind of like that malekith global to ko their characters and stuff so you leave that around and you're you're sure you want to do that are you sure you want to do that all right so let's kind of jump into the marvel team packs and we'll just kind of combine both of them together um so which kind of cards kind of drew your attention for all of these boy all the flip cards there's so many flip cards in this set they're so interesting the way they've worked them though where they've kind of added this and i know they've had it before where you can only flip at certain times or once you do certain things then it will flip but these ones are like almost all of them are seem very forced like they don't want you to keep it on one side for very long as soon as this happens you got to flip it. And yeah. Which, as soon as which, this happens, you got to flip it back. I kind of like too, because it forces you to remember to use the mechanic. You know, it's that was one of the drawbacks, right? With the original flip cards, we're like, yeah. oh crap, I forgot to do this. It's it's good, but I I don't like it because it's limiting it. So so that means the other mm-hmm. good cards will be more heavily played because they're, you know, just better. Whereas in these ones, um, they're limited. It makes them not as good. Because you have to force them. So you, if you build around one side of it, for for example, you can't rely on that because you're forced to have to flip it and mm-hmm. then try to work yeah, on that and, too. And uh, one one quick note to Mike, if you're still listening, now that these flip cards are out, we're gonna probably go redo a flip team for a Brewing Buddies because yeah. I know he had sent one in, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to wait to see these new flip cards. Yeah, it makes, it makes that so, Catwoman really good again, yeah. right? The Justice yeah. Like Lightning set is really interesting because it's got tons of flip characters in it, and they're all Thunderbolt characters. And they all kind of work together with Thunderbolt characters. Do you guys know anything about the Thunderbolts? That's yeah. one Marvel team that I don't know. They were they were villains that were like they're basically like the Suicide Squad of Marvel, as I understand it. Is they're kind of like 
villains who are given a chance or whatever and so they're sort of like anti a group of anti-heroes so if, like if, if bullseyes were... in there songbirds in there i mean you look at some of these people in here there's like some baron zemo type people uh yeah i don't i don't remember a lot of them because i think these were the guys that started the civil war in the marvel comics because they blew up at school no 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 that was the that was the 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 younger people speedball was yeah, one of them speedball was the Nitro, one who did right? it I thought Nitro no, no, blew no. up or something. I don't no. know. Oh, oh, I think they Nitro blew up because Speedball was there. <laughs> yeah. Something like um, that. And then so before we go into the characters, we do have some keywords. Awaken has come back. So that's um, when this die spins up one or more levels, you get to use the Awaken effect. Yeah. And one, one of the, one of the best, um, just to give an example of the Awaken, is the new Ant-Man. Whenever he spins up, he's unblockable. I think that one could be a, a good one. Especially with his stats, too, right? Yeah. Get him on that level yeah. three, boom, five damage for a three cost. And you can't do anything about it. And then, so, yeah, speaking of Ant-Man, he does have the Amplify keyword. Yep. It's when you use an action die, spin this character up one level, Yep. which I, I kind of like. You, you know what? This would actually work well. So you remember my small step for man team? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? right. So Because you spin them all down to level one. And, and then you, you can spin, a, spin, spin one thing back up. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's kind of interesting. You know, because that was always the problem with that team was I couldn't get enough damage when I do it. So sometimes spinning it up is going to give me that one or two extra damage. That vibe didn't happen. Here's, here's a card in the <sighs> set that actually has I some. shouldn't have brought it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's a card in this set that has a couple of keywords that, that relate to it. It's Atlas, Allegiance to Zemo. And so he's got the flip card. So his ability is when fielded or if Atlas is active, when flipped to this side. So they're kind of using like the flip to substitute for when fielded effects, which I like. Um, so when you flip him or when you field him, you may spin target non-Atlas character die to level three. And if he's on a burst face, you also may spin target Thunderbolt's character die to level three. Uh, so you can spin two characters all the way up to level three with him. And then on his other side, when fielded, or if he's active when flipped to this side, you may give target character die overcrush and iron will. So you kind of give them both. Kind of seems a little bit counterintuitive. Counterintuitive and pointless. Usually because when you're blocking overcrush, you're blocking You're with blocking two. with two, which <laughs> negates iron will. But it's there. Uh, it might it might happen once or twice. Yeah, I actually like his other one, the purge of pin particles. So this is interesting, too, because they're global. Or is the globe on both sides? I don't have the. It's card. just on one yeah, it's side. Just it on looks one. like. Yeah, yep. I don't have. Yeah, it's only on one side. So I just pulled up the picture. Um, so on one side it has amplify. So you spin it up when you um, use an action die, and then his abilities. When Atlas uses amplify, flip this card. It also has a global pay a fist once per turn. On your turn, prep a die from the bag. But on the other side, while Atlas is active, your Thunderbolt characters gain overcrush. If Atlas is not active, flip this card, which. I, I kind of like the... Yeah, a lot of them actually have yeah. that ability where if they're not active, you flip the card back over. And I think it's to balance it a little bit because just giving them all over crush all the time would have been really good if you just leave it on that side. But it kind of makes you and forces you. It's like... All right. Well, I want the global, so I need to keep it yeah, on this side. And I just noticed, but then I want overcrush, so I need to be able to flip it and so uh, forth. Yeah, I just noticed most of these flip cards don't have the keyword. It has the mechanic. But it doesn't have the keyword, right? For what? Uh, oh, for flip? Yeah, for flip. Like, yeah, yeah. One of the citizen uh, V's has it, but the other two doesn't. Um, and I'm kind of looking at Atlas too. The I think Atlas they just kind of take it off when there's not enough space for the, all the cards. Well, no, text I think it's balanced. Like the one I just said, the purge of pin particles. Imagine being able to do that just on demand. 
is nuts. Oh yeah. yeah, some of them some of them work like the actions from the Batman set originally, where it, you have to start on a certain side and you have to flip them doing something, uh, which I I really like. I like it because you can't just pick a card that has two that has a flip ability and just leave it on the side that you like the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems kind of pointless. So yeah, I like that it forces you to flip constantly. Yeah. So Zach, how do you feel about the global only being on one side? Um. I mean, I don't know if I'd that I don't know if I'd really use the card a lot. If I built around it, it wouldn't be great. But it's a good global, so I could see just using it the the card, you know, just for that global. Yeah, because I could see it being a little too powerful if you have it on one side, especially if all your characters have overcrash, you're allowing them to churn through their your bat you're churning yeah, through your bat. I don't know if it'd be quicker. broken, but I can kind of see why. Yeah, you, you know, did it, it kind of balances a little bit more. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are the characters? Uh, any of these Hawkeye any good? Are we ever going to get a one good of them? I thought was kind of <laughs> weird because he's like a five cost. Where was he at? Uh, taking aim. Winfield did deal damage to target opponent equal to Hawkeye's level. And then global pay up lightning bolt deal one damage to target sidekick character die. So at most he's going to do three. Yeah, I didn't like him. I was for like, five for cost? five cost and those stats? But it's a zero zero one fielding, so I, it's not that bad light and he's an avenger i mean but five for those stats it's pretty it's expensive in today's kind of competitive some of the ones i like getting into the the kree kree pack is the kree Kree captain you like drax right there's a drax in here i didn't see one he's that drax yeah drax is in here (laughs) no i didn't see it he must have not been moving oh (laughs) well he doesn't have the flip mechanic so that's probably that's true yes no, the Cree captains are pretty good. Um, there's the two with the global, pay double fists. Once per turn, the next character die you purchase this turn costs three less. So it gives you, you know, so a, a, a one-time one dis- discount. It's one discount total, right? Yeah, but but if you're trying to buy that seven, but you only have six, so, you know, it, it helps because it's one less you have to kind of churn or uh, ramp for, for example. But also, if you wanted to go the other route, there's the protecting the seat of Hala. Uh, this it has swarm and infiltrate, which is pretty cool. I like the double. You know how keyword much I like that. my. You know how much I love my infiltrate. Yep, and then this gives you swarm on top of it. So and he's cheap fun. too, two cost. Yep. So from this set, I I would be remiss if I didn't mention Thanos because he's pretty much my all time favorite Dice Masters character, and he makes a, a way to jump on the Thanos game. bandwagon, Jared. There's no th- <laughs> I don't know that anybody jumped on the Thanos bandwagon in the movie. <laughs> Anyway, so one of his one of his cards that I think is my favorite is Thanos Go Cole Obsidian. And it's a nine cost character, but his ability is Thanos costs one less to purchase for each of your active villain character dice. While Thanos is active, your non Thanos character dice get plus one attack and Ooh. plus one defense. And of course he's got the same stats Thanos has always had where he tops out at nine nine, which I think is just awesome. So I like this because you can pair him with someone like, uh, is it the Wrecker? It's not the Wrecker. It's um, from the Thor, the Thor set. Yeah, the one he basically makes all your all your sidekicks villains. Malekith. Malekith There's yeah, a Malekith. Malekith. That does it. Makes all your sidekicks villains. And it gives it a plus one, plus one. If and I it gives them right, a yeah. plus one, plus one. And I was thinking the Wrecker because the Wrecker gives all your villains plus one, plus one. And then you've got this Thanos, which also gives them plus one, plus one. <laughs> so you can make all your sidekicks villains, and then you get super cheap Thanos and do a Thanos rush team, I think would be a blast. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 thinking about it, 
You could even use um, the danger room. That yeah, you could use the danger things. room too. Yep. I, I like the, even the other ones. Like I like the prove love for Lady Death. By the way, if you've ever read the Thanos Rising comic, it's it's crazy what he he's does. He's not there. he's not as uh, he's not as nice in the comics as he is in the movie. He, he just wants to prove that how much he loves death, so he'll do anything. <laughs> um, but he has overcrush, and then when Thanos deals overcrush damage to an opponent, double that damage. Ooh. That's good, but you have to <laughs> yeah. pay eight for him. That's what I'm not jazzed about. It, it's worth but, it. But it's one of those, like, if you get him, you're going to, you know, that's yeah. your win yeah. condition. Like, right? like yeah. imagine if you got, your opponent only has one sidekick on the field, and he's on his level three, which is oh, a nine dead. attack. That's they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't know how that would happen if you just bought an eight cost and they only have one sidekick. But. Well, if you roll like me, Zach, <laughs> you can. You, you, you it's bought, not about how we got to that three. place, Zach. It's about being in that place. Ke- Kevin has three of those Thanos that he bought for <laughs> yeah, eight. And he I just can't, couldn't ever roll can't any field of them. any of them. Yep. So I just kept buying more. <laughs> yeah. Also in this set, it should be noted that we've got some fabricate now in the in the Marvel universe. Kind but, of. But it has stipulations. Yes, it does so, it does but so, it's there so it's the supreme intelligence and it's fabricate two five for all three of them right and then but it has the stipulation at least one of the fabricate fabricated character die must be a character with Cree in its name um it should say it should also say on there uh Characters with the fusion material monster affiliation count <laughs> why, as Kree. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Just, we need them to be <laughs> more useful. Time wizard. Time <laughs> magic attack. That was the start of it. They're kind of going back to that original idea where you know you have to have specific characters to fabricate rather well, than at just least, any. At least it's only one, one though, and you yeah. have two different Kree characters. Yeah. You could do the Kree captain or the Kree soldier. This is an idea. This is an example of where the game went really far one way and then really far the other way and found a nice little spot in the middle. So, because I mean, the abilities on it are pretty good, aside from just being able to fabricate. Yeah. Um, oh, Zach, I wanted to ask you. So, any of these globals and any of these team pack catch it, catches your eye? Because I know there's one that looks interesting to me. I don't know how practical it is, but it looks interesting at least. To um, me. So there was the one that they brought back the uh, the bolt one, Jared, that you were talking about. Yes. Who's that on? Um, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember the global seeing... though. Oh, they... was pay... oh here it is. Okay, it's on techno. Yep. That's oh, one. they brought pay the bolt. Too cool for Spend any number. Yeah, any number of your sidekick dice. I like the way they worded worded it too. Spend any number of your sidekick dice in your field zone and reserve pool to their bolt side. If active, move them to your reserve pool. So yeah, too cool for words is back, and you can use it with all those globals. You know, like. Pay pay one bolt to give plus one attack. Mm-hmm. Kind of you know attack. With you a like bunch that of global? Sight. I've gotten burnt yeah. with you using that global. Yeah, because you know later on in the game, if you have a bunch of sidekicks out, you can attack with them. As long as you have more characters out, then they have blockers. Whoever they don't block, you spin everything else to a bolt. And then just load up that one to have it go through. I'm so glad that he has. It's only on one. It's side also a. Uh, it's also not a. Um. It's not a global that you have to use on your turn like they've been coming out with. This you can use on your opponent's turn when they pass you priority. Mm-hmm. So you could actually, I don't if know you had, you if that. you had like a magic missile and your opponent oh, attacked, yeah. you could chump block and then spin the sidekicks to their bolt face and use them to ping out. The, and some then other it would be stuff. awesome with that one where whenever they, um, whenever they, lo- uh, a non-villain character gets KO'd, then they lose one life. <laughs> So you do that and just start wiping out their sidekicks. 
One one of the other cards that I really wanted to talk about in these that I kind of forgot about is a uh, Songbird from the Justice Like Lightning set, and she's a five cost. Um, but no, no, not not that one. The three cost or the two cost? Oh, I can't remember which one it was now. It might not be Songbird. It's I'm, the one that. Uh, it's the one that. While it's active, your opponent cannot attack with more than two character dice a turn. And I, uh, I it wasn't Songbird. I was thinking yeah, I about something else. But there's a, there's a card in one of these team packs that says, while it's active, your opponent cannot attack with more than two character dice a turn. And I was like, that's a yeah, really it's good to interesting see a few good control, control ones out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, it is the Meteorite. That's oh, yes, the one, yes. yes. And, it's all, and it's a flip card, so it's a four-cost bolt. On one side, it says, when fielded, your character dice get plus one attack until end of turn. On the other side, while Meteorite is active, your opponents cannot attack with more than two character dice. And this one has the flip keyword on it, so you can actually pick what side it's on. Yeah, and he's only a four-cost character, which I thought you could get him pretty quick. And man, if he stays out there, I mean, he doesn't have great defense on, on his level, level three two, side. Level the- three is four. Uh, it's going to be really hard to get some damage through. Yeah, so the global I was actually talking about, Zach, is this Groot one, which I think is kind of interesting. So it's on two of the Groots. It says, pay a shield, choose an affiliation of a character die you have fielded this turn, move a character die with that affiliation from your use pile to to your bag, um, which is, I'm like, I, I don't know how practical it is, but... Yeah. Zach was just informing me that Meteorite is a girl. Yeah, he, uh, you kept saying he. I said he. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the names is daughter of the Cree, so I should have. Yeah, Jared doesn't see genders. I don't. Like, it's a, it's a spectrum. Just just like I say, dude, to everybody. <laughs> so but, there's so many good good globals in this. I don't know if that like a lot of them are just very specific, where it's like you're gonna have to build around that, or it might fit. But I, I'm just more intrigued by the ones that are just more general and can help more things, like you know, pay the pay the fist to to prep a die, or pay the double fist for a uh, uh, three less for something you buy. Those ones are a little bit more applicable to to the majority of teams. Something like Groot's, you might be able to to fit it in somewhere. You just like smashing everybody in the face, don't you? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> quick, quick stuff. That that one just seems like you. you it, it's not as applicable mm-hmm. to to most of the teams. So out there. all right. So before we go, your guys's impressions on the team packs. I know that for me. I'm actually these team packs look so much more interesting than the Avengers Infinity one. Yeah, no, I yeah. I think they're much better, much more fun, much funner abilities, and there's a wider range of abilities within the three team packs. And I really like how the Justice Like Lightning one works with the other members of the team pack. It's something we haven't seen before in team packs where they're designed to work together. And this one, they kind of nailed the whole team yeah because with the doctor idea. strange ones you sort of got it but the costs were so prohibitive that you can there were like get it five seven yeah. cost characters in that yep. yeah yeah i think there's there's one or two characters in each of these that are definitely playable and things that we'll see around so it's cool that you know all of these have something good they, they all have some that may not be great but my, my favorite is the Cree pack. I think that one's uh-huh. going to be pretty fun. Yeah, so I'm not going to even ask Zach this question because I know he already bought two, but is it worth buying two team packs to get max die on this? Mm. See, I'm even not... for me, uh, even for, for me, like what? You're looking at it, what? I think... The collector well, in you is not telling you to buy two? Well, I probably will I thought I thought we had that. <laughs> but, the Cree, but like playability-wise, I, I, I think the Cree pack is the only one for those swarm guys. Otherwise, I think you're safe just, just buying the one team pack. I think it'll it be is fine. kind of... 
nasty to put swarm characters in a team pack and only kill <laughs> right. two dice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with Zach. I, I don't think I would buy two unless I played with them a lot and found a character that I really, really enjoyed and I would try to get more dice for that. I'm, I'm going to buy character. two because it bugs me when I look at my collection bins and there's only two dice. Well, you're the, you're the target for this for this market then. <laughs> they, they don't fit in my Plano packs without all four. So yeah, yeah. I have to get yeah, all four. You right? get extra clicky noises if we don't. So that's why you got, I got to get all mixed up. And stuff, <laughs> you, guys have, so. you guys have a serious problem. <laughs> it's all true. Right, all right, guys. Thank you so much for talking about the team packs and I'll see you guys later on the show when we get the brewing caps on. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing, my buddy? Good, how are you? Like, I, I feel like I've just become one of your family members <laughs> considering how often I am at your house now. It feels weird when I don't see your, you and your kids. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. the game room's finally coming together. There's more space in there. Change some stuff around, so. So, yeah, it's a good time. So today, we're going to talk about, this is something that I think we tend to, like, kind of go back and forth on is always alternate formats right um i don't know if it's because we're cheap or we just like playing the game but we always want to find the idea that there's 12 to 1500 cards in the game and if it's only like a modern competitive then it it comes down to what like 20 cards yeah um so what whiz kids did was they actually sent out a survey to people where you could go vote on different formats and get input on it because they're thinking of these potential formats that they could put out. And um, so I'll, I'll read the four that they have. So the first one is the cube campaign draft. Four players will take all the cards out of a campaign box, shuffle them, divide them into eight groups, and then draft the cards and play a tournament with the cards they've drafted. Keep what you draft, which is a little weird, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how you could get extra dice to complete the sets. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the other one is 10 cards, 10 sets. Players will play a modern constructed tournament where each card on their team must be from a different set. Promos count as one set. I think it's interesting that the promos count as one set. Um, global Escalation. This is probably the one that Zach likes. Players will play an unlimited constructed tournament where cards without global abilities that made the finals of the world championships in 2015, 2016, and 2017 or U.S. Nationals 2018 will be disallowed, and then they link you to the cards. Um, and the last one, Speed Escalation. Players will play a modern constructed tournament where they must swap out two cards that begin the tournament on their team at the end of each round. So you got to have... Um, what is it, like 16 cards pretty much? <laughs> or or at least six different cards, right? Because it's at every round you got to switch up two of your cards. Yeah. Um, so out of these formats, which one kind of draws the most interest for you? Well, first, I think it's an interesting timing because we've just moved away from blind packs, and now they want more. I like what WizKids are doing, so I don't want to come across negative. But I think it's interesting, like the ten sets. So new players would would not would have to go revert back to buy product that isn't in production anymore. Yeah, um, and it's modern too. So it's what is modern this year? I can't. But there's not ten sets in modern. That's true. So Uh, I mean, obviously this is more long term. They're not thinking of the blind product and and all that kind of stuff. I'm also interested. Do they count the team packs? And the campaign boxes as different I, sets? I, I'm sure they would because they, they would have the little different emblems and that kind of stuff. So that one I think is just a little bit more difficult to keep track of. Um, it could be fun. I like actually all of these. 
I like the global escalation because it's basically uh, it's evolve. It's an evolving competitive, yeah, right? You, you, so when you I had actually you wouldn't have like, like bard, right. you wouldn't have lantern ring. You so have... so it's looking at the game as a whole. You just like it because blue of, eyes is still is back pretty much. Well, blue eyes would never go away. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but it's it's uh it's very intriguing. That one to me provides an ongoing reason for us to have our large collections, to have a lot of product, but also kind of evolve and the game's always changing. Yeah, you would have you certain cards it, right? that get that get banned. Um So what what are you gonna do in uh twenty twenty when Scarecrow gets wins the national champion in 2019 and then gets banned. Um, man, there is, I, so when this got posted, I was, there is a lot that you could do. And what this would actually do is you would have, what would, you would have very, very strong teams that would have a short run. Um, they would be probably annoying runs, but it would be, it's, Man, it's it would just of, be a it, really fast. Yeah, it's kind of like a self-selecting rotation, right? Where once you know it get it makes popular popularity, it's no one else can use it because it's going to be gone. Yeah, I mean you could you could do a lot of things with a lot of the villain stuff now, Black Manta, the bringing stuff back, the absorbing man and Black Manta. I mean, those are just some ideas that I had with the post. I mean, you could there is a lot a lot you could do with with this um you know cube i don't think was banned right i don't think it would make the list because uh, the cube was oh no the cube was used on no it doesn't have a cube global. was banned yeah. before yeah and it would be it would be no so it, the the name honestly the, the name to that to me is confusing so the ones that don't get banned Global cards would never get banned. Yeah. It would be the ones that are non-global. Yeah. So it'd be better like as a character lockout or something like that. Yeah. Um. But well, here, here's the problem with that format. Every every format's going to have a weakness. Is that if you build a team full of cards with all globals, it would never be banned. So eventually, I think the community would try to develop that team that would never get banned. Would be hard, would be difficult, but if you only have to swap out even one or two cards on your team, now those could be countered because you've got record, you've got other stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I would actually, what I would do for that is wait for that team to develop, and then bam, rare Bizarro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do some damage to that. Um, one of the formats, and after you mentioned it, so that cube campaign draft, that sounds interesting. If WizKids would make um, store OP campaign sets that actually had a little bit higher card counts and dice counts. Those would be expensive events. Because it's a $40 set that a, a store is going to do, and you only have four people, so that's $10 to yeah, draft. So. That like I think that would work if they made custom OP ones where either the OP kit is cheaper or say it had like three copies of the same character or something like that. I don't love that. 
I don't love drafting the boxes. I don't. Like I, it. So, so well, I would see it more as a draw for like people like me and Zach who want to complete their sets. I wouldn't pay ten dollars. Yeah, to but do then it. you're gonna have extras. You you're that's, gonna that's, do one event. Well, that's what you you can start trading. You know, it no, causes no, a little. You're not much. gonna want to trade. <laughs> that's just unrealistic. It, well, that that's why I mean you need to have like higher counts for some of them. So like the swarm characters, maybe there's six to ten. Because you're looking at competitive events, so the byproduct of actually getting product would be you really wouldn't do it. It would be... Well, no, it it would be more for kind of the weekly events. Like, I I would want to see this at Worlds or something, but for, like, a store... But that's what they're talking about. They're talking about more for official competitive events. Yeah, but but that so that that's where because I know there's been a discussion. What are they going to do for OP kits? Because we haven't had an OP kit in a while. They're not going like, to do anything. Do something like that. I would be more inclined to go to a weekly event to try and fill out my. Collection. I think it's going to be up to stores to get buy campaign boxes and run events that way. Yeah, I would think the one that I'm least interested in is a speed escalation card, where you kind of swap out cards. Uh, uh, it, 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 I mean, like, I actually I kind of like those events because I like building to ten and then making sure you. But you team... have a problem building to ten in general. But <laughs> but you, but what it would provide is your team to be able to. Yeah, uh, it gives evolve. You, yeah, it gives, it gives you the sideboard that you get in magic. So right. So but... the question would be: Is who reveals their team? Right. So or do you just adjust on the fly and? Because that would that as a tournament would go on, that'd be a little interesting. Because you'd be like, "Well, I'm playing so and so; they have this team, so I'm going to switch in this," which would be cool. I mean, they would both do it. I think in general, though, I like the way WizKids is going with this. I think it provides more tournaments, and especially if they're more uh, official, I think it's a it's a great direction for the game. Yeah. So we see it with the online community. Um, I think a big portion of this game right now is the online community and the online play. And this I think helps, helps us see that you, they have growing and evolving different games, um, tournaments, which I plan on getting more involved in now that I've got my game room set up, like we talked about. Um, so it's, I think it's a, it's a great way to go. I think, WizKids is on the good thing here. I might not like the team packs. I might not like the draft or the campaign boxes, but I like the direction they're taking the competitive game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be interested because I, I want to double-check the survey. They're planning on trying some of these at PAX Unplug as side events, so I'm I'm interested to see how that turns out and if they can get some more information about that. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be interested if they actually did... You know, You know how they did some of the store testing for the three dice first turn right i would be interested if they actually reached out to some of the stores to try that too because i know i can't make it a packs unplugged but i'd be totally willing to go try these formats out at a local store yeah but i mean kevin what what ones haven't we played locally maybe the campaign we haven't done really the global escalation i think we've done the opposite we've done similar i mean we've done like removing right uh, where uh, you just certain cards are banned. I mean, that's kind of the the idea there. Now, on a global scale, that's as far as like worldwide, it would really alter because no matter what community you are in, 
there's going to be some sense of the meta. So it would be very interesting if certain cards are banned, which direction different metas go. And we also see that certain metas actually dictate the competitive game. If you have a large group of people playing the same game, the same style, it dictates it with the, with the way uh, Dice Masters is, whether it's here locally right when we go to go to our scene or whether it's going somewhere else so it'd be really interesting if you start to ban cards what really happens yeah so so we'll, we'll be interested to to kind of see what happens we want to hear from you guys what do you guys think about these formats um and which ones kind of catch your eye so shoot us an email double burst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst. All right, Russ, thank you so much. We'll have you back in a second where we'll be brewing another team. All right, guys, we are here with the full crew. Um, are you guys ready to brew a team? So ready. Yeah. Always ready. Okay, so this one's from Ian. And Ian, I apologize, but I'm trimming down your team a little bit or, or your email a little bit so we can read it. So um, so he says, at the heart of this team, it's it's unblockable. Um, buffed by the Hulk Global, aided by the rare Quasar. Because, you know, Jared and I have been trying to get Zach to use that rare Quasar forever. It's so weird. It's not like... <laughs> yeah. Um, add in Malekith, and then Batwoman becomes unblockable as well. The biggest issue I ran into was my characters being blanked back, or blinked back, um, which lets me add... which would lead me to add on Wonder Woman, and Bishop is present for the op- opponent's that like to use direct damage. I like the slight ramp and churn that both Pepper, Pepper Pods is not good, um, and Resurrection provides. Hulk doubles as a big body if needed. Scarlet Witch is another layer of protection against actions if needed. I think the multiple options limit impact of Shriek against his team, but I'm not sure how it plays against other hindrances. Um, so I'll, I'll read the team what he has. So he has Insect Plague um, as one of his basic actions. Resurrection. Then the Pepper Pots Virginia, which doesn't work. Um, Scar- <laughs> you don't know stuff, Kevin. Shut <laughs> it's up. good. I like it. It's never worked. Uh, Common Scarlet Witch. Um, Batwoman, Code of Honor. Malekith, the one that we were talking about earlier, Jared, that makes villains. Oh, okay. Um, Wonder Woman, Child of Clay, which prevents the Winfielded, I believe. The Rare Bishop, the Rare Quasar, and then the Common Hulk Power of Attorney because we got an attorney on the episode. Um, so... He was looking what to put on. He says, I know Shriek is an obvious choice, but I hate that card and was hoping to avoid her <laughs> as possible, you know. Well, we could kind of brew it with one of those new formats we just talked about, you know, where Shriek is no longer playable. Yeah, and he, he mentioned, while the team seems to be fleshed out, I know I could be miss- missing a lot. As I said, my friend and I help each other out, but we often miss or overlook things before going to an event and it would be nice to get your thoughts on it. It's a fun team and to us, a little difficult to counter. As I said, I had some difficulty with him blinking my characters back and also um, the Green Mile. Oh, man, you use Green Mile. Uh, <laughs> um, that caused said me that some, in his yeah, email. That, that caused me some I frustration. hate you, Russ. <laughs> I, I hate you so much. <laughs> Um, and he also mentioned purchase order depends um, largely on what's across from the table. This is like a Rust team. That's why. Like he, this is, sounds like everything Rust always mentions okay, okay. when he plays. So team. we're we're supposed to be brewing this team. It seems like it's brewed. What it, it, is he looking for? Changes to his team? Yeah. So he's he's looking for if he's missing anything or 
things that he could make it a little bit more efficient? Because I know most of these cards are fairly expensive. It sounds like the core of his team is the Hulk and Quasar, right? So he's just trying to get a bunch of energy and then spend it to pump up his characters and get them through. Yeah, make make things unblockable like the Batwoman and or your sidekicks with Insect Plague. Right. So Boost them up. I can make an initial recommendation based on some of the new team packs came and, out. And that don't came you out. dare say take out Quasar because Quasar's awesome. No, actually, <laughs> this is to build... Well, no, actually, you could take out Quasar with this one. <laughs> so so we, we just talked about the Ooh, new team you, packs. Actually, Quasar with... Because Quasar, you can use anything. Any when, when he's active, yeah. you can hey, use any energy to break any energy, right? So that yeah, and he has a global cool pay bolts. Words. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one I was going to say. The new two cool for words global, where you pay, but you don't need to because if you have magic missile, you, but you, you can want use them any to, global. But you can swap you can swap them all to bolts with that global. You could swap them all to bolts and then use bolts for any global you want. But you want so you to use it transfer to, power, why, magic but why, missile. Why pay to change them to bolts if Quasar's out when you because can just sidekicks? Huh? Oh, so, so, oh, you, so you could some, get you your can... sidekicks in the field out of the field. Yeah, it's true. Because you really are going to build on it and do other. So, like, use the Hulk global, maybe do overcrutch. Mm. It gives you it, options. It would also but I'm sol- just thinking of Magic Missile, where you just want to ping all of well, your people. It, it solves his problem, too, when because he, he said one of the big problems he had was his opponent using Blink Transmutation to bring his, his characters back. Yeah. So what he could do is attack hey, with all characters. his sidekicks. Whatever ones get blinked back, convert them into a bolt. And then use those as energy to boost up the one that goes through. Because I mean, I've I've played the blink transmutation game before, and eventually you're not going to have enough masks to pull stuff back. And wow, that's a lot of thunderstorm. Was that from outside? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was sweet thunder. mercy. <laughs> we don't get those in Utah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, like that that would help solve a problem, right? Because then your opponent, no matter what he picks, something might go through, and then you just yeah, use it the gives you options. So if you want to use yeah. <laughs> so if you want to use the Overcrush, you can plan for that and use the Hulk Global with with Quasar. Um, if you need to do just Hulk's ability, then you can go that route. Route turn Hulk them all is to, an Avenger, right? Uh, I think so. So you yeah, can yeah, use so. that new uh, yeah tape Avenger. deck or whatever that the the tape that the, gives Hulk the ID plus two. Avengers, the Avengers ID, ID. <laughs> and that would make her ten after she spins up and their fields cleared. And then buff, right, yeah. buff her up yeah. with if you have Quasar so, out. So, uh, Russ, you're going to have to explain to the audience because I know there's probably some people out there. What in the world is a tape deck? I'm not. I know what a tape <laughs> deck is. You've got one in. Your I have car. one in my car. <laughs> That's right. I just, I just had to give you crap. For <laughs> you that. guys have cassette tapes lying around. Mail them off to me because I can listen to them in my car. I've only got one right now. I know which I bought you. Yeah, back in black. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, back to the team. Um, so that's one way, right? To to kind of use your sidekicks a little bit m- to more advantage. Is there any other way that he could kind of avoid the blink transmutation? Because Jared loves that global. I mean, you could put the wrecker on that just makes it so you can't use globals on actions, but that would kill his insect plague and or, his resurrection global. Since you've got Quasar out, you can use, as long as you have an energy, you can use the global on the, uh, what's the spaceship thing? The the Blackbird? Blackbird. It's a kind of generic a energy anyway, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you just use that, <laughs> but it's a global. So you might want to put the Blackbird on. <laughs> yeah, so you put the Blackbird on there and you just, the, you know, the turn before you're going to do that, 
you just make sure that they can't use that other global, yeah, the he, Blink. So, Ian's now like, why in the world? So whether, what, whether it's the Blink or the, the Kate Bishop. Well, with the new adjusted ruling, can you... Could you... You couldn't use Quasar. I'm talking about where with the timing. Could you use the two different generic... Wait. On two different globals. Oh yeah, with, with the with the proxy energies, you could. What are you talking about? Oh, the new. Okay, yeah, you could on your turn if it's your. So turn. how they how they've said you can um, spend like if you have a two generic. Oh right, energy like side, on action you dice. can split yeah. them up that for is two a big different reason globals. To use Quasar because then you those yeah. are yeah two you could use them on two globals. different globals yeah. Ooh, yeah, that, that's kind that of was a new ruling. Well, it's, it's adjusted. Oh, it's a clar- it, clarification. It was a clarification where can, you can, just you can use them both before you pass priority. Yeah, that's Jared, kind I lo- of a big uh, deal if you could do that. Yeah, that I, could really adjust a lot of things. Yeah, I have to give you crap because I'm pretty sure I asked you about that, and we you'd mentioned it on on our release special. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have and just forgot. I don't like that though. I don't like splitting that. Anyway, that's 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 right <laughs> there. Yeah, I think well, those it is are for some this good team because then you could yeah out. gives you so many it gives you, you more options. You want to then use the, the trick. A cheap action, yeah, right, so that you could use the action and then if not use two globals. Yeah, the, the trick is you got to remember to use that proxy energy before you pass priority or it disappears. Yeah. So 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 one thing I could see because we're at least I'm coming up with a lot of globals. Hmm, the, the, the guy wor- named Global Guru. The, the worst thing that Jared keeps bringing up, like the arch rival, is that wrecker. If someone played that wrecker against this team, it would be pretty brutal. So you need you need to have something to take care of that. Not yeah. necessarily. I mean, because you you've got Hulk, which is on a character. So if you can get her out, you can still use her global. And really, what Wait, else? Ha- oh yeah. Well, you as long you, as you have want, it out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he has yeah. he has the Batwoman that's unblockable. So what you, right? you'd want a call right, out. Yeah, and call then, out would be really good. A call out character in case you face Wrecker, you could call out Wrecker without using, say, Force Block Global. And then if he blocks with Wrecker, then you can knock him out. If he doesn't block, you can use that and use Hulk's Global to pump it up right. and get some damage through. Or if that he decides to block with Wrecker, you can use the energy still to pump up that character. I like Callout's I like a hard though because they're team. just rolling it again the next turn. So how how much time do you really have to be able to do to use your globals? You're, but you're still dealing damage with Hulk. How? Because your character's taking damage when they block. Yeah. So let oh, them keep yeah, yeah, rolling yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I l- I really like call, a call out character on this yeah. team because it, it gives you a lot of flexibility. You can call out the characters you want if they block then you can use Hulk's global and so, Quasar to pump it up. If they don't, then you can use it and just deal a bunch of damage. So yeah. it really gives you a lot of control. Yeah, and you can use it if you've got the um, Quasar out there. You could then use the... I guess you wouldn't be able to use the two cool forwards. Are, are, are we turning you there. to that Quasar? Yeah, yeah. I feel like no, we are. No, because then, yeah, because they, they have the option of using the call out or not, right? So they don't have to block it, yeah. so they don't take the damage, then you just pump it up. Ooh, yeah, an intim- with whatever an intimidate character would be really good too, because you could intimidate Wrecker out. And a, yeah. intimidate Wrecker's a four you cost. Got a so you could use right. that new three cost. And most of them are pretty expensive. Yeah, you could right? use the new yeah. the, the, Songbird the that has the yeah. call Cause, the the because it's a four cost or less. Yeah, so that one wouldn't oh, yeah. be too bad to to keep using. Yeah, it, I, I actually like having those intimidate characters in there because it's going to cause your opponent a little more 
more problems, especially since he had says that one of his problems is having blanking characters out there that are countering his cards. So now, you know, Russ, I know you like doing this is who do you pick to blank? Because there's, you know, he has a lot of options that you can pivot around. Do you blank Quasar? Do you blank Hulk? Yeah, blank, you blank Hulk. Yeah. I think you blank Hulk, absolutely. Yeah. So you d- you might have to have an but alternate if, win condition. Here's the thing, though. If if they don't blank your Intimidate character, then you can just remove Shriek. And if they don't blank your Callout character, then you can constantly right. use that to just deal damage. You might want to think about putting another pump-up global on there. So if they blank the Hulk, you can still have access to another global or a pump up, like the action. So yeah, yeah. so that with if the you, bolts, because you're already using the one if you turned them all to bolts. Yeah, because they got that Horner the Unicorn reprint. I don't know the name of the reprint card. I just know it's Horner the Unicorn. It's been reprinted twice, and I don't know the name of the other yeah. like one was on comic total. book card that's not the Horner yeah, the Unicorn. It's, it's pretty bad because when both Jared and I play against each other, we just call it Horner the Unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, what we could do here is we could use KO characters, and then when your characters take damage, <sighs> they get hurt by Hulk, or they get damaged by Hulk, plus your characters that are getting KO'd. So I hate you more and more. The more you talk, Russ, the more I just hate <laughs> well, you. Well, what about the episode. new ones? Uh, what about the new ones in Sons of Russ? Would they work yes, well kids, in those? Those would actually work awesome on this team. Like paired because with Hulk? You, you could pair those two three-cost characters that KO one gives you one life when KO'd, one deals one damage when KO'd. So you use those with Hulk. You just attack. You're going to gain life and deal damage. It's you know this is why we're recording. <laughs> this, this is why we're recording in a bigger room because somebody's ego got a little bit bigger since there's I a know. Nah. name after him. <laughs> it's not named after me. I just like it. Here, I'm just glad here. they put KO characters in that name. <laughs> so team pack. Here, here Rust, I, I got something that may deflate your ego a little bit. So Ian also wrote. FYI, this team was inspired in part by a segment where KT and Dr. J, pre-JD, discussed uses of rare Quasar. That being said, I'd like Dr. J to know that he has one fan out there. I may be in the minority, but I'm here. I don't think he's in the minority. And I'm pulling for you, brother. (laughs) Well, does one person count as the minority? That's, That's two people that I've heard from that say that they actually like me. Okay. It's not like the seven thousand people that two. Russ gets do, emails do, do, from every no. day. <laughs> do, do you feel so, left out, Zach? I've never had anyone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on ninety five percent, a hundred percent of the show, <laughs> thinking about it. Right. <laughs> people meet you in person. And you're like, you're on double burst. Who are you? <laughs> no, you. KT. Who's that? No, you know what I normally get. <laughs> you know what KT for, stands for? Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> normally, what I get is like, why is Russ not here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> or where's Doctor J? No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I've got, I got that this year. I was like, "Where's Jared?" I'm like, I got that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, see, you you got my back. We'll be each other's fans, Zach. That's so right. Yeah, I know where my number one fan well, is. You guys there. are halfway to me then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for talking about this team, Ian. Thanks for sending in your team. Hopefully, this will help you know kind of round out that team because I know you're close. I've I've been there too, where I'm just like, I got this good team, but I just need that little edge, um, and that's when I usually come to you guys, and then you guys, Zach. The, I play test against Zach. He demolishes it, so I just throw the whole hey, team out. How does? Quick question on this. Team <laughs> Russ somehow tells me to add Scarecrow. Quick Russ, Russ isn't done team. yet. Russ isn't done yet. <laughs> quick question on this team for future. Uh, how does range work? Is range when you attack? If they have range, everything triggers up all things with range. But it only range. targets a character, like one character. 
all of your ranged characters deal Target damage one to character. one character. Oh, okay. So I was going to say that would... <sighs> Is that range per, per different characters? You're thinking about Jocasta, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> thinking about it with Hulk. If, if, She's not if out with that global escalation. Would get, if a bunch of your characters would start to get But it has to be range, an oppo- opposing character. Might not be a bad idea. I don't know. So. Range might be a good fit on this team, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that in mind. Guys, thank you so much. If you guys want to send in your brewing buddies, I know these are coming out a little bit slower now because we're only doing it once every you know every other week, so about once a month. Um, shoot, shoot them our way, and hopefully we'll get them on a future episode soon-ish. <laughs> they could always send in games for the playthrough, too. Oh, yeah, and so what, might as well. I'll give, I'll give everybody a plug. Check out our new board game uh podcast slash show that we have out if you guys are fans of dr j he's in most of the he's in all of the episodes so far and he has his own dedicated segment where he's the only one there so you guys can go we want people to come and watch it kevin (laughs) don't tell them that (laughs) (laughs) all right guys i will see you guys all later and that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about these new team packs, or which of these new proposed formats do you like? Let us know by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leaving it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. If you guys are a board gamer, check out our new show, The Playthrough, featuring the crew from Double Burst Podcast. If you're looking for a way to support the show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash ktdata and hit that subscribe button. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you get one free every month. So send it our way and it helps make all our shows better. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.